0: Welcome back to M Class Podcast. It's me, your host, Bitch Bastards. Oh my god, I'm so glad that I get to do the show with you again this week, bitch. Oi! Fuck Oy. you, mate! <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> nah, I'm back. It's Jeff. <laughs> You, I know that, that was the perfect impression of Rich I, Masters, but you know what? That it was so good that retroactively, I thought I was doing the show with Rich today. Yeah, that was the first time you thought that today. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought I was doing the show with Rich today, but nah, I'm back, bitch. Oh um, man, I'm fuck re- yeah! I'm ready to talk about Star Trek. Yeah, let's talk about Star Trek. <laughs> Welcome to M-Class Podcast, the only Star Trek podcast on the internet. Don't look it up. I'm Jeff. I'm Josh. And uh, We sit down every fortnight, your favorite video game, to talk about <laughs> a new uh, piece of Star Trek media, and we, we give it uh, the thumbs up or thumbs down with our patented Cochran to Catfish warp scale of quality. I was explaining the Cochrane of Catfish to... To catfish warp scale equality to my friend sam who i went to college with and he got it (laughs) well it's a pretty simple concept if you have a high iq if you're a if you're a rick and morty fan i think you can you have the high iq necessary (laughs) oh my god we just won over so many people with that (laughs) yeah nobody hated that especially not me Today we're uh, at the very end of Richmaster's Shipwreck with your boys collection. Uh, it's been a long road. Uh, so good. And, uh... <laughs> The remixed version sucks so bad. It's so dumb. I hate it it so much. It's it's so weirdly upbeat. Like, it's just so weird. Like, it just has, like, drums from a different song behind it. Like, they don't go together at all. It's the drums from, like, the fucking Casio autoplay (laughs) keyboard I had. You're probably right, actually. (laughs) But uh, here at the, the end of all things, we're going to be talking about Enterprise Season 3, Episode 19, Damage. Oh, is it about the ship being damaged, or is mm. it about something else being damaged? Could it be the fabric of the future of the Federation itself? Could it be T'Pol's need for the D? Could it be Captain Archer's damaged morality? Ooh, could it be Degra has brain damage from the time when they abducted him and erased his memory several times? (laughs) Maybe. They don't talk about that in this. You know what this show makes me hate? Bugs and reptiles. (laughs) It's true. This show really does have a fucking vendetta against uh, reptilians and insectoids. It's funny, because the insectoids kind of, like, come back around in the end, right? They're like, oh, wait, shit, this this fucked up. Oh, we're dickheads. Oh, no. We're good good guys now. But the reptilians are like, double the fuck down. (laughs) Let's be even more evil. So much so that one of us is maybe a Nazi in the next episode. Oh, my God. It's not one of them, but it looks like one of them. Speaking of, like, uh other episodes the episode before this seems fucking action-packed baby like why didn't we watch that uh when the ship gets damaged yeah Yeah. we saw the preview at the beginning of the episode or review at the beginning of the episode previously on yeah Yeah. and uh that episode looked fucking action-packed i was like there's no way the actual episode is gonna live up to that previous one but it kind of did do you think i thought it dragged a little bit did you Oh, yeah, I mean... Been given I, this different scores. I mean, I love Enterprise, and I'm a big, like, sticker-upper of... Ener- Enterprise apologist, I guess they would call me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Yeah, I mean, it just... It, it got... It, it didn't get where it needed to go that quick. I, I guess it's, I guess I can see that. Um, this episode does have a special guest star. Yeah. Um, Damar. Damar. From yeah. Deep Space Nine, who you think I would have looked up his name before I said that. But I didn't... <laughs> Yeah, what is his name? I don't even know. I don't know. <laughs> wow. How's that my job? <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to not look it up. I'm looking it up. Uh, Damar Deep Space. Hold nine. up. I got you. I'm, I was actually looking it up the whole time. Uh, Casey, Casey Biggs. Biggs. Yep. Ha <laughs> On Memory Alpha, it says spouse's Damar's wife. There we go. Children, Damar's son. Didn't even bother giving them names. <laughs> what if that is their name? <laughs> it's weird that he married Damar's wife. It just worked out that way. <laughs> Cardassians, they make you like change your name to like super patriarchal, right? Like, yeah. Damar's wife. Casey Biggs, ex husband of Roxanne Dawson. What? Yeah, he was Balana Torres's ex-husband. When did they divorce? Before she turned, like, insane? Did she turn insane? That's what Rich said last week, that she is nuts. She's a mega nutcase. Oh my god, that doesn't make much sense. Like, it doesn't. I, the I, fucking, I, the uh, cheetahs, or whatever, eating your face party, like... Leopard, leopards ate my face. Yeah, yeah. the leopards eating your face party are definitely gonna eat her face, like, yeah. real early. <laughs> I don't know. I I need to do my own research, as they say. Do your own research. All I I know is that uh, Kes went off the fucking deep end. Oh, yeah. She's like a child molester. Yeah, we all know about that fucking horror show. Um, (laughs) But uh, we're we're talking about damage and uh, this beautiful episode was written by Phyllis Strong, who um, wrote a bunch of episodes of Voyager and Enterprise and was actually the co-producer of the second and third seasons of Enterprise. Nice. And uh, she wrote on Hercules, The Legendary Journeys. Oh, speaking of nutcases. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, Nobody will hire me because I am a mega guy. Uh, she wrote one of my um, favorite episodes of Enterprise, Bounty, where the Tellarite Bounty Hunter is in it. Yeah, and uh, Archer is like, you know the Klingons aren't going to give you a ship, right? Yeah, exactly. That's a and good episode. Like, no, my brother, I owe him. Uh, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> ugh. Ugh, fuck you. And, uh, this episode was directed by James L. Conway, who, uh, directed a bajillion, fulfilling, shabba episodes of Star Trek, <laughs> including, uh, Deep Space Nine's duet, Necessary Evil, The Way of the Warrior, and Little Green Men. Is The Way of the Warrior the one with the kid who, like, loves Worf? Um... I'm really bad at names of episodes. No, The Way of the Warrior is the one where Worf joins Deep Space Nine. Oh, okay. See, I don't even know what show we're talking about. Deep Space Nine. I should probably Nine. be fired. Well, we got Rich waiting in the wings to replace people, so... <laughs> no. um, this is deep into the Zindi War segment... Yeah, we're getting to the end of the Zindi shit. It's twenty of twenty-eight of the Zindi crisis. I find the Zindi fascinating. Yeah, they're pretty interesting. Like, um, there's there's this sort of idea in Star Trek that there's like one race per planet. Yeah, of like sapient beings, and the idea that there was one planet with like six different sapient races. Yeah, it's like almost like fantasy esque, right? Mm-hmm. Like you And got the um, Hawkman, you got Jarnathan. <laughs> he went extinct because he got thrown out that window too many times. That's true. Damn. <laughs> R.I.P. Jarnathan, the most important character in that movie. Jonathan Jonathan Yeah, the the Zindi uh were constantly at war with one another. Because uh, they all had to share resources on the planet together. Yeah. And eventually they're warring as all planetary, interplanetary wars in Star Trek end with the planet being blowed the fuck up. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense, I guess. Uh, so they, <laughs> they spread out and started conquering other worlds. Yes, and... There's an the added wrinkle, too, where the Temporal Cold War is happening. So, the Temporal... Uh, what are they called? Sphere Builders is their name? Yeah, the I Sphere think. Builders. They're building... They're, they've tricked the Zindi Council into thinking that the Federation in the future will destroy uh, the Zindi races. hmm But it's really the Sphere Builders are, are popping up these, like, kind of terraforming spheres... Yeah, they're they're um ter- they're basically terraforming the galaxy, the universe to, to yeah. make the make it livable for their species. Yeah, and so they're liars. Yeah, <laughs> and they're they've been manipulating the entire council, especially the reptilians and the insectoids. Yeah, because their brain is like the size of a fucking walnut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got a fucking zindy mammal over here, I'm a zindy primate. <laughs> I like how the uh the arboreals are just like. Whatever, man. Just, like, everybody stay cool. Everybody be <laughs> chill, dog. Yeah, just fucking... Here comes the Zindi police. Oh, the racism They were too racist against Zindi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they passed by. Good. Uh, I like that Zindi insectoids are CGI abominations, and they, Zindi uh, aquatic are uh, puppets. Yeah, they, <laughs> they watched uh, episode two, and were like, I want that. Let's do that. <laughs> Give me that. I also love in this episode when the Zindi Aquatic comes up to his cage like, what the fuck do you want? And he's like, where are you taking me? And he just fucking turns the air off in the room. Ra- yeah, he's just like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> Shut up in there. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. He tapped on the glass with his little fin. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up in there. Ding, ding, hey, ding. Quiet. <laughs> uh, anyway. Anyway. Uh, we, we have a sort of a um, a recap at the beginning of the episode about uh, the Enterprise being under fire from Zindi Reptilians, and they're getting butt-fucked. Yeah, they get, they get messed up from those weird... They look like ships from Halo. Yeah, they are kind of Halo-esque. But uh, the Zindi Reptilians at the beginning of this episode just uh, stop. Yes. They just stop yeah. attacking and leave. And everybody's like, well, what's happening? The ship is fucked. Like, we have life support, and that's it. We my don't even favorite? have thrusters on this bitch. This might be my favorite, like, episode where sh- the ship is fucked up. Like, oh, yeah, out of this whole collection, this was my yeah. favorite episode. Because there's that part, like, right after this when, like, they're in engineering, like, uh, and Tucker's like, well, golly darn it, everything's fucked up like a catfish on a grill. <laughs> <laughs> And then this like fire erupts and like ends nobody just walks over with a fucking yeah. They're just so used to shit exploding today. Like they're like whatever. Yeah. uh. And Tapala's like (laughs) tweaking every time something sparks. She's like, she's going through withdrawal, man. (laughs) Uh, what is happening outside? (laughs) Like somebody's just beeping over and over again. Anyway, the Zindi Jonathan Council... needs uh, to go to soccer practice. I guess. The Zindi Council ordered the ships to retreat from the Enterprise. And uh, Dolom, Dolomite shows up, <laughs> the Zindi Reptilian, and he's like, uh, you should have let us fucking destroy that ship. And they're like, yeah. well, they're, uh, like, we didn't give you the go-ahead to attack the ship to begin with. Like You're circumventing our authority. Right. And now they're, like, helpless and can't fight anyway. And he's like, well, it's because of the thing that you wouldn't let me do that they're helpless. And the guy's right. like, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, it's, like, um, just a very tenuous alliance. Oh, right? yeah, like, the whole it, council yeah. as a thing is... Yeah. It's like, like you said, the, the arboreals and the mammals, get, the primates get along perfectly fine. Yeah, the they're, part. like... They're like, yeah, because you look like a normal person with your normal person appearance. <laughs> with your normal person hair, for sure. <laughs> you look like, you know, just like a normal guy. But this guy over here, and it's just a... <laughs> He's some kind <laughs> of <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking lizard man. What is he, chittering, an <laughs> Chittering bug man. He's like... <laughs> Jesus. I hate looking at you. That's what they say. <laughs> the fucking... God. Let's take a vote. Ugh, I hate looking at you. God, I hate looking at <laughs> you. Let's take a vote. Who hates looking at the insectoids? <laughs> that's unanimous. <laughs> the aquatics are like, Woo <laughs> <laughs> But uh, they're like, uh, whether the people on the ship are going to be taken prisoner or not is being considered, but that's up to us. Yeah. Um, also, we want you to give us Archer. And is like, well, we're not done with him. Yeah, they like punch him in his face a bunch. Yeah. And then- Degra's Degra's like having a real crisis of conscience right now, right? Cuz Archer it's a, oh god, I feel like we have to explain like other. This is the problem when Star Trek does like a whole season that connects together type shit. Yeah, like you're missing a lot of the information yeah, on either that- side of this. Degra and Archer are kind of, like, friends at this point. Sure, in the same way of. that, like, uh, Archer and Shran were friends. Right, <laughs> right, right. So they're, like, best fucking friends. Yeah, they would die for each other. Yeah, They would definitely not push one another into an open hole. Yeah, Shran is like, you know what? I like, I got pink skin fever. <laughs> He says it. I don't know. Uh, it's kind of racist, but it was the name of a movie, so I guess it's fine. <laughs> but uh, that's yes. a that's a veiled reference, that's, isn't it? That's a that's I think three people understand that one. <laughs> two of them are on the show yeah, right two now. Two of them are us. Yeah. But um, they like we need to give us the uh, like the council orders it, and like the Zindi Aquatics are going to be transporting into the council chamber. They don't trust you yeah. to do it anymore. And he's like, but why? We barely even beat him up. Yeah. If he wasn't such a fucking weak, pussy-ass mammal, maybe he could take it. If he wasn't a fucking bitch-ass primate, and he looks directly at the primates. And and the guy's like, whoa! Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) You know, you know our policy on open racism. It has to be veiled yes. and Dog put into your policies. <laughs> only. Dog whistle only, please. Just like America. But uh, back on the Enterprise, five people are dead. Which at this point is like I don't even know. Like that's like ten percent of the fucking crew. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like eighty-nine people on the ship, right? It's not very big. Like the hull is fucked. Like the hole basically doesn't exist anymore. The Tucker's like, I don't even know how we're keeping together anymore. Woo, Papa with duct tape and chewing tobacco. Chewing tobacco. (laughs) Woo, let's do a donut. We don't. We can't do that. We don't have thrusters. Papa wheelie. (laughs) But uh, the primary warp core is fucked. It's there's no fixing it, no matter what. Yeah, like, even if they oil. had spare parts to fix it, it would take like three months or something, three weeks. Yeah. Here's the thing about enterprise time. Shit is slow as fuck. Oh yeah. Like they're really excited that the warp drive can go three point five <laughs> when they get it later. <laughs> they're yeah, they're like Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty quick, I guess. It's uh you're not getting back from the Delta Quadrant on that shit. Is all no, I'm saying. Didn't take like two thousand years, man. I often wonder about that. Is the Voyager going warp nine the whole time? No, but they also cheat too, where they like have casts like give them a push, and then they use the slipstream technology for like a two days or whatever. They, they also stop at every planet along the way. Yeah, so yeah. I don't. know. No wonder it's going to take seventy five years fucking absolutely ridiculous. Uh this is this is where the scene where Archer wakes up on the aquatic ship and they just fucking turn the gas on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like this scene though because it's like they're doing the exact opposite of what they told the reptilians they were doing and I like as as like a, when I first watched this I was like, "Yes, fracture your alliances." <laughs> Yes, Spoken. good. Spoken like a true Romulan. Spoken like a true American. <laughs> Same yes. difference. Yes. But uh, they they knock him out and put him into an escape pod and send it back to Enterprise. And they're like, uh, they're, to begin with, they're like pretty fucking freaked out when there's a ship headed towards them. Yeah, because they don't got like they got nothing. Shit. Yeah, like I think they have one phaser and one aft turret, photon torpedo tube. Yeah, and, like, no shields. And if they get hit in the one nacelle, it's going to explode and destroy them completely, like, wipe them off the space map. I think that's, like, a cool, like, uh addition they added later when they do get into a fight where, like, the ship favors the starboard side because it's, like, not trying to get hit there. I think that was kind of cool. Yeah, like, it, it creates sort of, like, a weakness that they have to be aware of yeah, to, yeah. like, strategize around. It gave me, like, PTS from, like, playing STO when my <laughs> ship was about to explode. You're just trying to get away and there's just lasers yeah. firing around you the whole time. Oh, I'm like, Borger just fucking hold me in place with that tractor beam shit. So like, look I just it. want to go to Ryza. Let me get to Ryza. <laughs> if you don't play STO, it's like when you're playing a fighting game and you have a sliver of health left. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just trying to make it to the end of the round. <laughs> yep. Um, Blue Kang can, like, spit on you when you're dead. Yeah, pretty much. He can spit on me whenever. Wow. Um, <laughs> wow, that's hot. Uh, I'm a Sub Zero main myself. <laughs> I mean, you get your dick froze off, dude. Well, whatever. <laughs> you can snap your own dick off in Sub-Zero's butthole. <laughs> Look, let's not get too hot and bothered on this podcast. <laughs> this is a... Yeah. It's a family-friendly podcast. Yes, yes. My favorite thing about Mortal Kombat 1, by the way, is, like, <laughs> Liu Kang created, like, a more peaceful world when he reset the timeline or whatever. Sh- sh- sure. And, this like, is stuff I know about. So, like... Well, I mean, you know it now. But, like, the... <laughs> Uh, they still do fucking fatalities, so like characters are like, we must protect the, the justice of our world. We have to stop these villains from destroying things. Anyway, I'm going to chop your fucking torso off and spin it around and then make your head slide down a pike. Does I'm the any- hero of the story. <laughs> Is there a fatality where someone rips someone's head off and shoots it into a basketball hoop? Um, I feel like that's a friendship in one of them. How is that a friendship? You're uh, you're doing something really cool. I don't know. Alright. Well, as long as it's in the game, we're good. Yeah, I don't think it's in one. I don't think there are friendships in one yet. No, there aren't. There's, um... How the fuck do you know that? But you don't know how Luke hangs. reset the blah, blah, blah. Whatever I fucking said. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I just know, I know some things. I don't know all things. Um. Anyway, I love... You're gonna die at age 86, by the way. <laughs> Too late for me. <laughs> Let's try and get that lumber lower. Maybe I'll start smoking. Um, <laughs> that's what causes it. So it, it's all. It's fine. All, it's all. It all works out. Speaking you of that, you think you have free choice, bitch? You ain't got no free choice. Speaking of that, I watched the movie Looper for the first time. Yeah, the other day. Pretty good movie. Yeah, I like Looper. Looper's good. I like that movie. I like that uh, one of the characters literally says, "Stop worrying about the time travel." Yeah, and pay attention to the story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ryan Johnson was like, "Look, I don't want to hear it. Just fucking shut up about it. All right, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't fucking want to hear it." Uh, but again, like the whole movie, I was in the back of my head. I had to silence the voice that was like, "Well, that doesn't make any sense." <laughs> Did you ever watch Primer? You should watch Primer. Nah, I haven't watched Primer. You should watch I'm Primer. going through all the movies of that time period that end in ER. So. <laughs> you should watch Looper, Primer. Jumper, Primer. <laughs> Jumper! Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, Looper uh, was good. I like that movie. Predestination. Did you watch that? I told you to watch that like three months ago. I don't remember you even telling me to watch that. Wow. This doesn't seem very predestined now, does it, fucker? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what was the last thing I told you to watch? Uh, Mortal Kombat One, <laughs> no. Well, Ethan well, Hawke, I gotta watch this. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's a great movie. Oh, it's a Heinlein story. I yeah. do need to watch this. It's it's really good. I was lying before, but now I actually do need to watch it. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I told you all this, but I don't think eh. so. This isn't ringing any bells, and I say that like genuinely. <laughs> you know what? I wish Richwood's on this episode. <laughs> oh man. Why would you wound me so deeply? <laughs> um, maybe oh, you will shit. get fired. We'll see. <laughs> oh God! But, oh uh, shit! They they finally they open the escape pod and archers inside of it and they're all like, "Ah, oh, Dad's home." Yeah. Uh oh. Clean up the ship, Dad. And uh, that's when we learned that there's they have one phase cannon and one torpedo yeah. launcher. In case another attack happens. And 14 crew members have died. Three of them are just zooped into space. Yeah, they're we don't know what happened to them. Yeah, their families are going to have to bury a picture of them because oh, they're Jesus. gone. Jesus. <laughs> uh, but they're like, look, we need to fucking hide somewhere, right? And uh, like I Malcolm is like, we gotta bring the battle to them. I'm like, Malcolm, fucking join yeah. us in reality yeah. for a second. Malcolm, buddy. <laughs> Malcolm. Maybe Tucker said that, I don't remember. <laughs> I feel like I would remember the southern accent that I give him in my brain. We gotta do like the catfishes do we bring the battle of them. We gotta fight like a catfish on the line. What if we put a bunch of whiskers on front of our ship that makes a pokey into the skin? It's, we'll be a hundred times stronger if we put some catfish whiskers on there. <laughs> and a hundred times more delicious. Mm, put, a, put the dick away. Put your dick away. <laughs> well, Time to go, fuck a zombified Paul. But, uh, true. Like, I love the, the like, violent sex scene that turns into, like, actual murder that T'Pol Dude, has the dream of. It's so CW it in is. 2004. I love it. Uh, <laughs> but, like, they think that Archer and T'Pol may have gotten through to Degra. And, yes. And uh, they go hide in a comet dust field for a while to try to do repairs, even though... I mo- like modestly. It's gonna take them the better part of a fucking year to repair the ship. Yeah, they're like so depressed and oh, like yeah. fucked up. It's a dark episode, <laughs> especially because T'Pol is going through fucking uh, heroin withdrawals at the yeah. same time. I I do like that they make her like flawed. You know, like I, li- I don't, I it's like a very that she's... CW type of flawed as well, where she's been yeah. secretly doing an incredibly like over the top awful drug. Yeah, like it's not like she's like addicted to like um, emo music or something. <laughs> she's you not know? addicted to caffeine p- pills. She's not yeah, so she's... excited, and she just can't hide it. <laughs> yeah, she's. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. She's not doing cocaine with uh, the guy from Twin Peaks. (laughs) That's a Showgirls reference. Uh, I got it. (laughs) It, it, I gave it a sensible chuckle. Uh, That's kind of you. uh they send mayweather and sato to examine the aquatics escape pod which highlights a problem that happens a lot with enterprise is that they don't have people to do specific things ever so they yeah. just send random people to do it like I guess it we have a sense. scientific problem we need solved send the pilot and the uh language expert to take it care of it it makes sense if you would listen i would never <laughs> I think it makes sense because they want to figure out how to, it flies, right? So they send the pilot, and they need to le- be able to read the panels. I'd, that was my guess. I don't I don't All know. Right. Did you write on this show? Um, no comment. No comment. It's 2004. You could have written on this. I was 21. Jesus. I was 21 when this came out. It was April 21st. I, I remember looking that up. Wow. You're old. Um, yeah, I'm old. I'm gonna have to get a newer model. How old's Rich? Uh, he's my—he's older than I am. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Is he? No, I think he's, he's the same. Ad, he's the same age as you, but I think his birthday is later. He's a couple months younger than I am. Well, time to. Time but he's to, got that British, like foggy oil coal <laughs> dust all over him. <laughs> he looks like a street urchin, even though he has yeah. a regular job. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> He's always like waving a newspaper around. I don't. X tree, X Guess what's on the next M class? <laughs> but uh, Archer and Tucker are working in engineering, explosions are happening. Yeah, but then we don't have a warp core. We know that we okay. don't have a warp core. We're fucked, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Archer gets uh, word that there is a ship in distress, and it doesn't Another seem to one. be it doesn't seem to be in nature and uh this brings up a whole lot of questions about this ship like what how in the fuck are you here without any interference and you don't know anything about the zindi yeah they i i don't know like i i kind of feel like they wanted this to be a much more like wide open wild westy type uh, galaxy, right? Sure. Like, they just like, they like sort of ran into another caravan, y- right? Yeah, but like it is highly convenient. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, if, if there isn't an Illyrian ship here, well, there's no episode. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, There is yeah. that. But um, they've sustained a bunch of damage from the spatial anomalies, which is really sort of old hat for the Enterprise at this point. They've been dealing with that for a long time. Yeah, and Archer's like, yo, we got this shit that our science officer is fucked up on, dude. She is twisted sister on this shit, dude. Dude, she's riding the fucking dragon, baby. <laughs> she can never catch the dragon, but it's always there right in front of her. That's what she the said. Fucking Mr. Brownstone as fuck, dude. Um, <laughs> so we can give you some of that shit, the hard shit. And Degra or uh Demar. We're just going to call him Demar, right? Yeah, sure. Demar's like, "Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> like we can give you like some like other stuff, I guess. Like, we can give you a few, uh, like, of our, like, parts from our warp core coil and we could still use it afterwards. And he's like, mm, I don't think so. We're going to have to have the whole warp coil. He's like, I was thinking about a warp coil. And Damar's like, How about this pen where if you turn it upside down, <laughs> you get to see a naked lady of our species? Or she's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. no. That's uh, really tempting. Look, I'll throw in a nice quilt, <laughs> but um, no. He's like, we need that. We need that warp coil, bitch. And yep. Demar's like, whoa, 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 whoa. It'll take us three years to get home if we give you our warp coil, and we're on the middle of nowhere with damage to our ship. Like, I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> And Archer, Archer's straight up like, they're going to destroy our fucking world! They killed 7,000 of my people! And Damar's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Holy shit. I didn't ask yeah, for your life story. These humans are... Uh, yeah. That's going to be like, what the Illyrians think. They're going to think of us like we think of the Klingons. They're just so violent yeah. and angry all the time. Well, that's, that's what I thought. I was like, man, like these Illyrian dudes are going to be like wow, these humans are crazy. Yeah. Right? They're, they're like, trying to be, fr- trying to show a face of friendliness and altruism, right. but they're really setting you up to fuck you over and steal your shit. That's what yeah, humans do. Like a couple of fucking, like, Ferengi or oh, some shit. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I'd expect as much from a Cardi, a spoonhead, a fucking disgusting spoonhead, but not a human. The most racist <laughs> podcast for against Cardis on the internet. Cardis. I mean, Cardassians. Um, <laughs> not Cardi B. We love no. her. Oh, Cardi B. Cardassian B. We love her. Woo! It's <laughs> her full name. Um. <laughs> Tweet it. But uh, <laughs> that's a pretty good tweet. I'll do that when we take a break. But um, <laughs> like the captain's like, Look, fucking no go, dude. I'm not giving you yeah. our warp coil. Like you're gonna strand us out of here or we're gonna die in the expanse. And he's like, Nah, it's- I'll give you Trellium D and then you could just get fucked up. You won't even worry about it. Yeah, you can just fly through all this fucking bubble tea that's out <laughs> here. This delicious space bubble tea. Yeah. Get your boba out of here. Yeah, that Boba Fett milk ain't gonna hurt your ship. <laughs> but uh, he's like, yeah, I'll give you trellium D and, like, you won't have to worry about the spatial anomalies. And he's like, look, we're out here to look at, like, a supernova. Like, we're, we were just gonna pop back home. Like, yeah, you're gonna strand us for three fucking years? What are we, fucking Gilligan's Island? <laughs> That's what he says. I was like, how does an Illyrian know about Gilligan's Island? <laughs> They're that far away that they just got Gilligan's Island. Oh, that's Island. true. They're like, I love this new human series, Gilligan's Island. Gilligan's Island. Gilligan is so crazy. That Gilligan. And the skipper, too. <laughs> but uh, you know, speaking of taking a break so I can make a stupid tweet, we'll be right back after <laughs> these messages. After these messages! Rise. I don't wanna grow up. I'm a Toys or Us kid. You just said the magic words and look what you did. I don't wanna grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. You'll get the best for so much less you folks to put the list. It's new and hot. It's a toy they've got. And the prices are hard to beat. I don't wanna grow up. Cause if I did, you couldn't be a Toys or Us kid. The world's biggest Let's go. Back the Welcome back from those messages. If you would like to go uh, to M Class Podcast on Twitter about a week ago and look at my great tweet, then you'll, you'll enjoy. Yeah, scroll back if it still exists. <laughs> That's if the website still exists. I'm sure yeah. we haven't posted jack shit since then. No, it'll be there if the uh, website, yeah. <laughs> But uh, T'Pol is having withdrawal symptoms because Trellium D is in Cargo Bay Two, and she's been like trying to get people to go to Cargo Bay Two and fix it for like yeah. two days now. She's like, "Hey, um, you know Cargo Bay Two? Like, isn't that like a super important part of the ship? We should go fix." And they're like, "We're trying to fucking fix the engines right now," and she's like, "No, no, no, no! But, like Cargo Bay Two has engines." Listen, listen, <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> Hear me out. Kagebe two is located at a perpendicular she uses like Vulcan logic. Oh yeah. And she's tweaking like, the whole time. Just twitching. She she's like scratching. Like, uh, uh, yeah yeah. <laughs> you gotta need that you gotta need a D She needs the D, baby, in more senses than one. But she tries to get the D in the shower as well, but yeah, she she, she wants the the death in the shower too. The, d- the third D. <laughs> the third D. Trillium D, Dick, and Death are the three yeah. Ds. Yeah. <laughs> Triple D hangers. But uh, she she has I don't, as according to the M M R Alpha, she has an erotic dream of Tucker in the shower. Yeah, and you don't think it's a dream, at right? Like no. I didn't. I was like, I oh, either. they're fucking again. I was like, oh, they about the fuck. Yeah, they're really kissing each other hard. Like, yeah. angry kissing. It's it's violent. There is a violence to it. And then it becomes violent. Yeah, she starts, like, choking him and calling him daddy. <laughs> she's choking him and calling him bitch, is what she's doing. <laughs> but uh, she steals an EV suit and um, goes to Cargo Bay 2 by herself so that she can get some of that Rock. We didn't even talk about how she turns into a zombie. She does turn into a zombie <laughs> in the dream, like like she's been doing fucking crocodile. She's well, that's what happened to all the other Vulcans, right? turned they yeah. turned turn into crocodiles, guys. Uh, <laughs> but in the dream, she turns, she fucking evil deads and attacks yeah. him, and he's like, you know what? I don't even hate this. He's like, you know what? I can deal with this. <laughs> this this is fine. Uh she steals the EV suit when she wakes up and uh she goes to the cargo bay too and the staircase has fallen but like very slightly. Yeah. I was like, just go down that. What is the problem? Yeah, I don't know like why I don't know. It's Nobody like, could have got in here, huh? It's like okay. fallen like less than a foot and turned slightly to the right. Like you can go down that. But instead of tweaking. She tries to, like, climb across, like, a bunch of boxes, and she falls, and, like, the tube comes out of the back of her thing and starts, like, flailing around. Yeah. And she's like, oh, oh! Dude, this is a bad idea. It's She's by herself and no way to contact anyone else on the ship. Yeah, but she needs the trellium, dude. It's what's more important, your life or the D? Got, gotta get that D, baby but uh, she grabs the wacky, waving inflatable tube and puts it back <laughs> in her helmet. It's really comical. This whole scene is, like, it's not supposed to be, but it comes off really comical, and I enjoy that. It's like all, like, everything that could go wrong does, yeah. right? It's it's silly because of how, like, horrible the situation is yeah. that she's put herself in, but she gets that D, she just starts throwing block- boxes and shit around. She w- needs it so bad, right? Yeah, she's like... She's hurting. She goes back to her room and she, like, fucking freebases the rock Dude Dude, into- <laughs> what is this thing that she used? This, like, vaporizer What yeah, is, is What is this for if not yeah. freebasing? This, this is, she is a freebase <laughs> machine. Yeah. This is like a, like, a, like a fucking, like... You know those, like, vaporizers for weed? It's, like, yeah. 100%, like contact to the lungs she opens the glass case and there's a uh, a robot arm holding a spoon with a lighter under it (laughs) (laughs) but she fucking like melts down the rock into heroin and injects it straight into her fucking neck into her neck yeah and she's like ah that's better now I can think and work and do my job (laughs) now now everything will be fine now the phone calls will stop (laughs) Uh Sato um translates some coordinates and a star date from the escape pod. So Ooh, she yeah. does her job. <laughs> Mayweather is like, "Yeah, it flies." Mayweather's like, "I don't know, man. They use some kind of fins or some shit. Fucking I don't fucking fish know. technology. I don't know, man." <laughs> you are relieved Mayweather. Oh, sweet. <laughs> sweet. I could go eat some pizza. Oh wait. Sweet, I'm going to go sit upside down. <laughs> If that part of the ship isn't destroyed, but uh, Degra will be th- at the coordinates at the start date three days from now. But it's yeah. four light years from their current position, uh, which would take like uh, several fucking like a week or something without warp drive. Probably would take like four years. <laughs> <laughs> Probably going close to the speed of light, right? Oh, gotcha. well. <laughs> You got no one to hold him, no one to fold them. <laughs> and I fold. Um, I fold. Archer is sitting in his dark-ass room, staring at the wall unblinkingly when Phlox oh, comes man. in. This is like big dad is home energy, man. Yeah. It's like, like, Dad, I wanted to know if I could borrow the car. And he's like, did you ever think about dying, son? <laughs> Dad, what are you going through? Oh shit! This was a bad time to try this. He comes in and he's like, "Well, here's your dog." And yeah, he's he's literally like, "You, you, how long have you been a doctor, Flocks?" Yeah, he's like, "Uh, like forty years." He's like, "In those forty years, you ever did anything you thought was unethical?" <laughs> <laughs> Flox is like, I can leave. Like, <laughs> He's like, but he says twice, and I want to know what those are. I do, too.
1: Just what says did he twice. do?
0: And, like, Archer doesn't give a fuck. He's not even listening to him. He's like, yeah. I think I'm going to have to go step over a line. And Flox is like, well, do you mind telling me what you're going to do? And he's like, there might be more casualties. It's so fucked up, right? Yeah. Like, it's so fucking dark. Can't even dark. tell him what he's going to do. Because, like, he might, because Flox might be like, I'm not... I'm not doing that. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, exactly. And he he faces a lot of that when he comes yeah. out and says it. And it's like, all of this is so fucked up. Yeah. Like, I think if you're not into Star Trek and you're just kind of casually watching this, you'd be like, well, they, they need it to stop, like, a war, right? Like, right. That greater makes sense. Good. They're going to take it. Right. And, but, like, from the Star Trek fan side of things, like, The only thing, like T'Pol says, the only thing that separates the Federation, or what will be the Federation, from all of the horrors of space is sticking to a moral code. Right. And, like, Archer is doing literally the same thing to these people that happened to them when they came to the Expanse the first time. Yeah, yeah, the Marauders. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... You could also maybe like if you want to look like a uh, half, uh, half full glass. <laughs> like maybe this helps Archer like never do, like maybe it sets his compass even firmer. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, I don't know. It's it's hard to tell. Like T'Pol says, it's also like the slippery slope. Like yeah. once you've done this, you've gone, you've stepped over that line. It becomes he, easier to do every Archer, time after. Archer does say like I do like when uh, T'Pol's like you know, once you rationalize it, and he says, I'm not rationalizing this. He's like, he's I like, know exactly what I'm yeah. doing. He know He's like, I know how fucked up this is, yeah. right? Like, but. And I mean, I guess we should say, if you haven't watched the episode, Archer's plan is to catch up to the Illyrian ship that wouldn't give them the warp coil and steal it. Just take it. Just like, by just force. It. They're going to yeah. fire on the ship and then uh, send a boarding party of Makos, which are like uh, ground troops. Seal Team 6. Which never exists again in Star Trek, but whatever. Um, Seal Meal Team 6. <laughs> they, they send uh, Starfleet Team 6. In, yeah. And they're just gonna fucking shoot everybody on the ship with stun. Yeah, I guess... steal I... their warp coil and strand them in the expanse. Yeah, your only hope here is that the Allureans are just like, well, they didn't kill us. Uh... Maybe the, the hope, you know, you know, what I mean, like the hope before it happens is the uh, Illyrians aren't going to fight back. Yeah, they're just going to let that them. Take maybe they're like a more peaceful race, or so that they don't have the technology to fight back. But I mean, when they're scanning the ship, like from long range, or they're talking about what the ship has from long range, they can't scan. Yeah, they're like. Uh, in normal circumstances, we would outclass them by quite a bit, but, like, right. now they outclass us with weapons. Right. And they're, like, like one hit from Liu Kang and we're fucked. Like. <laughs> one fucking bicycle kick to the nacelle yeah. and we're done. I mean, we block a kick and we're still dead. So it's we chip damage, re- man. Yeah, we're gonna, gonna get chip <laughs> damage. Yeah, chip damage, yeah. But, uh... Archers, everyone keeps coming up with reasons why they shouldn't do it, and Archer's just like, fucking, I'm the captain, follow my orders. He's We're, like, look at me, I'm the captain now. This is the only chance we have. Yeah, it and sucks, man. This is like a real dark fucking... It's as, as dark as fuck, and I mean, like, uh, listeners to previous episodes will know that there are certain, uh, parts of Star Trek canon or lore that I find, like, too dark for the Federation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think this is one of those. I think this is before the Federation when it was sort of a Wild West out there. And like Archer's back is really against a wall at this point. It's either his options are to steal this warp coil and strand these people three years from home damaged. Or Or let Earth be destroyed. Yeah, let the planet Earth be destroyed. Right. There's like no choice. But, like, he's still gra- grappling with it. And even after they succeed, spoiler alert, like, there's that episode where he goes camping with his captain girlfriend. Oh, yeah. And he's still fucked up from this. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, he's he, like, it's he's not like, just... I th- fucking stole that... He's, like, fucked up from this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, it's not so much that, like, he did what had to be done. Like, this is fully against everything he yeah. ethically believes in as a person. Yeah. It, it like, turns him... Into something it, like he's—it's—you can really tell that it's like really fucking eating him alive, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we get a little peek into the Zindi Council Chamber chamber at this point, where Degra and uh primate and arboreal council members meet with the transdimensional species member. Yeah, and she's like, "What do you fucks want? I was fucking watching Gilligan's Island. There's a new one out today. It's brand new." <laughs> They get they get a radio and they make a coconut radio. It's new to me. Crazy. But uh, she's they're like, "Did you help the reptilians to build like a fucking bioweapon?" And she's like, "Yeah? What about it?" Yeah. 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 What? So what? What are you, what are you <laughs> fucking going to do about it, bitch? <laughs> and Degra's like, "Look, did you guys build the spheres?" And yeah. she's like, "Look, Fucking destroy Earth. What did I tell you? Just do what yeah. I said. Don't worry about it. What are you... She's like, what's with the fucking third degree? She's like, look, don't call me again unless all the council members are here. I'm watching Gilligan. <laughs> and she pieces out. <laughs> she's like, peace out. And she does the... <laughs> the British <laughs> case, you know? <laughs> and they're like, damn, man, what the fuck? But when she's gone, like, one of the primate council members is like, why should we doubt her? And Degra's like, Well, Archer's the only one who's offered something that she hasn't. Proof. Yeah, it's like that like that's real Star Trek. Like science is grounding these di- people who are have differences, right? Yeah, like Absolutely. Well, I like, mean like wh- when yeah. you think about it, this is far more realistic to like our experience as human beings than a lot of other television and sci fi where people yeah. are just like Act like fucking morons. Yeah, they're just idiots. Yeah, like it's in Degra's pre- best interest to understand that Archer, what Archer's telling him is true because of the proof he was given. Otherwise, he's right. being manipulated and worked against as well. Right. Like why? Like yeah, and and like why would Archer let Degra live after he captured him and erased his memory? Why would he know his children's names? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like all this stuff is like. Oh, there's there's like some real shit going on here. Like And it's not like you said, like in another show that Degger would just be like, I don't care, fucking we're the bad guys. We fucking hate humans and we'll never believe them no matter what. Yeah, which like that does happen kind of it does happen in the world, but like I I, I feel like most human beings would understand that they themselves are being fucked over in this scenario. Yeah, this stinks. This reeks of conspiracy. This is this is where the senior staff all meet to plan their attack on the room. That's what they said. Going to the meeting, they plan their attack on the ship, and uh, they they sort of cover all bases here. They can't beam the coil off because uh, it's like attached to the rest of the engines. Yeah, it's attached by three aluminum screws. Yeah, you gotta decouple it by hand, which does involve turning a piece of metal. The transporter can't undo screws yet. No, (laughs) we haven't got that technology until the 24th century. (laughs) But uh, he's like, it'll take 10 minutes to decouple it by hand, which it doesn't. Uh, yeah. Later, he literally grabs it and turns it, and it decouples. <laughs> There's like three little pillars that he yeah. has to unscrew, and it's like that's ten minutes. All right, but Archer's <laughs> like, we have to do this right. We have to be quick, and we have to have no casualties. And everybody's just kind of like staring at him, like they can't, no one can yeah. believe this is happening. Like especially, I think. I don't think Malcolm's actor is particularly like a great actor or anything. Yeah. But his reaction to when Archer tells him what they're gonna do because he's the first one he tells. Right. Is really good. He is like horrified. Yeah. He just stare like like thousand yard stares. So yeah. like, What? What? Like what are you telling me right now? Like and like you'd think Malcolm would be the one to be like, yes, Captain, because sure. he's very loyal. Oh yeah, and, he's he's you know. he does click them boot heels, but yeah, um, he's a little bit of a fucking bootlicker. But, <laughs> but uh, T'Pol follows Archer into his private quarters. Like Archer's like, I don't want to talk about it, and T'Pol like follows him in. And that's when she starts being like, Look, we're no better than the Marauders if we do yeah. this. We have to have another option. Yeah, this is a bad plan. Yeah, Archer's <laughs> Archer's like, Look, we don't have any other options. We're gonna give them Trellium D, we're gonna give them supplies that we're gonna leave them, they'll be able to survive. And she's like, How are they gonna defend themselves after we attack yeah. them? Yeah. And he's like, We'll just we have to make certain that they still can. Yeah, don't shoot their weapons, right? Yeah. And to um, smashes the pad on his desk. Yeah. And there's like a slight bit of comedy here where he says, "We've had many an argument, but you've never taken it out on my desk before." Yeah. And he's like, "What the fuck is going on with you?" Yeah. She's like, "I I just need I just need I to haven't meditated. meditate." Yeah. yeah. He's like, "Well, I think you need to find the time." Because yeah. I'm going to need you on the bridge for the attack. And that's when she finally realizes that it's gone too far. Yeah, she's she's full-blown addicted. Yeah, like, she's lost control. She just did Trillium D earlier that day. Yeah, it's already, and she's already, like, jonesing, right? Yeah, she's already, like, freaking out. And so she goes to Phlox, and Phlox is, like, I don't know, a little judgy. He's a little judgy. He's like, what the f- what the fuck are you doing with this shit, like, you dumb fucking bitch? What are you doing? Did you not watch the video in health class? <laughs> Did you never see fucking uh <laughs> oh fucking trelium <laughs> D madness? Requiem for a trelium d? <laughs> d? For a trelium dream? A <laughs> dream. <laughs> Pretty soon you're gonna be going ass to ass for heroin. I mean trelium. Trelium. <laughs> But Paul's like, uh, after I was injected with it on the Selea, I I liked the way it felt. Yeah, it gave her, like, uh, control over emotions. Like, yeah, she was able to feel emotions without yeah. them overwhelming her in the way it would if she didn't have control. I really like this for a lot of reasons. I like, the obviously, the parallels between, like, drug abuse and humans, but also I like that it gives you a glimpse into, like, how Vulcans are really fucked up without logic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Like, yeah. If it, like we hear about like, without the teachings of Surak, they like fucking nuked yeah. their planet three times. Yeah. But like, this is really a genuine glimpse into what a Vulcan can be like. Like she is yeah. violent. She is angry. She's completely controlled by emotions. Yeah. They're like off the fucking handle. Like, yeah. Like they're Vulcans nuts. experience emotions like three, four times more keenly than humans do, and like humans do crazy shit when they're angry or. Oh sight. yeah, we're fucking insane. We're yeah. goddamn fucking like, just like pissed off monkeys, dude. Like, like we're, there's, <laughs> there's something like That's true, <laughs> but there's there's something like kind of sweet about the fact that like she's, the. I started using a small dose of the Trellium D because it yeah. let me experience these emotions and it let me get closer with the crew for the first time. Yeah, but now she's addicted to it, and um, and, yeah, Flox is like you're like uh like Commander Tucker, and yeah. he does like the little hand like in out move, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, his his like alien eyebrows go woo <laughs> woo <laughs> up and down. <laughs> You mean like how a Tucker did with my wife, <laughs> <laughs> where I wanted him to fucking square? What a fucking dork! Uh, but he's like, "Look, I'll help you get over this, but it's not going to be easy." And she's like, "I understand. You're not gonna, you're not gonna tell Dad, are you?" And he's like, yeah. I, "I won't. I won't tell anybody." Which is... I like too that this is like a glimpse into like how alien species in the Federation kind of like stick. They, they're starting to stick together, right? Yeah, and like like alien species that have never really had anything yeah. to do with each other. They have this experience of being, like, sort of, like, outsiders in a strange world. Yeah. And even though, like, other aliens are strange, just as strange as humans are, like, you're both having a similar experience. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't want to say, like, you're welcome to these species. Oh, my God! But... Florida Josh is here, everybody. (laughs) Look. Yeah, I'm from Florida, and the Zindi attacked it. That's true. My my name's Josh, and I'm from Florida, and I say kill all the Zindi. What was that, a fucking TRL (laughs) shout-out? Starship Troopers. Uh Oh, My name's Johnny Rico and I'm from, uh, not Venezuela, I'm from uh, Buenos Aires and I say kill all the bugs, whatever. Kill all bugs. (laughs) But uh, I feel like this is a bad decision on Flox's part. I I know it doesn't really get out of control anyway after this, but like uh, you're sending a heroin addict to be the second in command of the starship that you're on. You live on it. Yeah, yeah, and it's like being held together by like shoestrings, right? Like, it's being held together by catfish whiskers at this point. (laughs) Yeah, all of them goddamn catfish whiskers. Oh my god. But uh, the enterprise heads towards the Illyrians, and this whole time, I I, like have a a little pit of dread in my stomach this whole time. Like, I can't believe this is happening. You're gonna, it's like you're watching the mirror universe, honestly. It's it's like you're dipping your toe into, and also I think like as Americans, like we dislike this because uh, it makes us feel uncomfortable. I know it does well, me. Yeah, where there's I'm a like, sort of it makes us feel uncomfortable because this is yeah, what America does. This is what we would do, yeah. and like, like we wouldn't do that, Josh and Jeff, but no, like, no. our country sure fucking would. Yeah, we just take what we want, right? And oh, oh yeah. well. And then we yeah. we say that the, we would say the Illyrians had WMDs. Yeah. <laughs> on the Illyrian ship, the Enterprise is approaching, and they keep hailing them, and no one answers. So they're like, and "What they're the like, fuck is happening? Oh, this is crazy." Boy. They know. They know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, but right? uh, a bunch of Makos, Archer, and Tucker beam onto the, uh, which doesn't make any sense. It should have been Reed, but. Um, yeah, is Reed not there? Reed is on the the enterprise and he's he's shooting the guns, which I guess makes well, sense. He the Makos, are they're fine. They're Yeah, they have they a gotta, leader his name's yeah. Parsons apparently. Yeah, Parsons gets fucked up. Yeah, yeah she does. Um but the uh they um uh, just start blasting. They just fucking <laughs> so I started blasting. Yeah, they fully like Danny DeVito start blasting when they get in. And uh, they're, like, flying away from the Illyrian ship, which is really fucking them up. Like, it's destroying them. Yes, and Tupal, yeah. uh reads, like, we have to shoot their weapons. And Paul's like, no, we have to leave them their with their weapons. They're going to be defenseless. Yeah. But when Tucker finds the warp coil, it's surrounded by a force field. Didn't see that one coming. And uh, Parsons gets fucked up. And uh, paul's finally like, oh, I've got a great idea. I'm I'm tr- I'm on heroin, but I got a great idea. Right. <laughs> this is the best idea I've ever had. <laughs> Let's have a party. <laughs> Look, okay, that's okay, okay, focus. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. No, no, wait. no, no, no. <laughs> all right, all right. What are we doing? Shoot, shoot the weapons. No, wait, no. Uh, <laughs> She's in the fenster. She, she shoots the power junction. She shoots, shoots, shoots it. <laughs> and uh they they shoot the power junction and uh power goes out on a bunch of the parts of the ship including the force field the force field which and then tucker just grabs one handle and turns it and it's ready to yep. beam out baby <laughs> <laughs> yeah. couldn't beam it out because no. it had the handle attached the, it. that was it. the handle was yeah. up if we could yeah. get the oh, handle turned <laughs> Oh, the e-brake is on. Oh, okay. It's a shame we don't have any espers on board. <laughs> but uh, they they beam it out, and our heroes beam back to uh, or like fall back to beam out. But the Illyrian captain is like standing right in front of them. Yeah, and he's like, "Why? Why would you do this?" Yeah, and he's like, "Well, we needed the warp coil, and we've given you Trillium D, we've given you other supplies." And he's like, you're stranding us here three years from home with no way to defend yeah, ourselves. Yeah, you're, kill- you're killing us, right? And Archie's yeah. like, I had no choice. It's fucked up, And he man. beams out. Like, it's painful for him. The, the whole explanation is painful. Yeah. This sucks. This sucks. Yeah, it's fucked, man. And then <laughs> uh, T'Pol and Flocks have a coffee date. And she's like, oh, man, this fucking space methadone you gave me rules. She's like, I still feel emotions and stuff. And he's like, well, you know, it might take some time. And she's like, what if it doesn't? And he's like, well, that's what happens when you have brain damage. She's like, well, you'll you'll cope eventually. And she- yeah, I feel like not sorry for her in this instance because I'm a human and I have to fucking cope with that shit every fucking day. You got uh, redhead emotions, which are like 1.5 times human emotions. They I have think. to give me special uh, redhead Zoloft so I don't, like, start we need to breaking give you some pads. Trillium D. I think. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're right. But uh, Tucker's, like, psyched. They're like, oh, we can like Warp 3.2. Oh, cool. Archer's like, well, that make that gives us uh, plenty of time to make it to the rendezvous, so maximum warp to the coordinates. Tucker is like, you did the right thing. Yeah, which is a weird... Uh, it's a weird thing to take away from this. It's a weird thing to say. I don't think Archer wanted to hear no. that. No, he, Archer like turns around and he says, you know, I'm getting really tired of having to tell myself that out here. Yeah, now. yeah. And he walks away, and that's the end of the fucking episode, man. It's wild. I thought this was the one where, um, I think it's the next one, when they're eating pizza, <laughs> which is a really sweet moment. But, like, uh, Tucker and Tapal are eating pizza, and uh, she's like, oh, it's got pepperoni, I'm vegetarian. So and you can like, pick it off. You can just pick those <laughs> off, right? Like, that's it's like a very, like, like, simple line that just, like, is very sweet, you know? It's also like such a human idea, right? Yeah, like just take it off, <laughs> just pick him off, and like she wouldn't even like do that as vo- like. Remember when she was cutting breadsticks with a fork and knife, right? Like that's oh like yeah, it, exactly. Like, she's not gonna touch fucking pepperoni. Remember when that guy lit up a cigarette in the car and she fucking shot the door and was like, put the fucking <laughs> cigarette out. <laughs> Jesus, uh, she wasn't a old of D at that point. Yeah, she's just normal. <laughs> uh, this is the point in the episode where we take a second break Mm. and when we come back it's time to wheel out the patented Cochrane to Catfish Warp Scale of Quality this this week it only goes up to warp (laughs) 3.2 that's a 10 now try figuring that one out fuckers let's make it so complicated that everyone just turns it off at this point (laughs) Like, like people don't turn it off now, anyway. True. We'll be right back after these messages. After these messages. We'll be right back. Help me, my tool. Thanks! No worries, I'm the Crocodile Dentist! I'll fix that smile, you crocodile! I'm the Crocodile Dentist! Crocodile Dentist! Just grab and pull, there's what a mouthful! I'm the Crocodile Dentist! Crocodile Dentist! The game's Crocodile Dentist! Take turns pulling teeth, but don't pull the wrong one, or he'll snap and you're out! It's a mouthful of them but don't pull the wrong one! I'm the Crocodile Dentist! Crocodile Dentist! I win. I feel so much better! Crocodile Dentist! From Milton Bradley! Back welcome back from those messages and josh and i's therapy session together yeah we charge each other like three hundred dollars an hour but it does work out to zero because we're both yeah. charging the same that's what i'm gonna say to my therapist i'm gonna be like you know i'm really here for you too Yeah, so let's, let's hear about what your problems are yeah let me, let me, <laughs> let's delve into that a me, bit. Me, your insane therapy patient, can help you with this. <laughs> I'm as smart as you, so... <laughs> True, no. Uh, <laughs> I meant my therapist. Yeah, I know. Well, a, a little, little, like, asterisks on this. I think therapy is good and yes. not a sham, and I don't yes. think I'm as smart as a therapist. No, I'm kidding. Uh, go to therapy. I should. <laughs> I need the money first, so patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. (laughs) Put in the keyword therapy. (laughs) Keyword therapy today for... We charge you more. Oh, my God. You don't... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. It's funny because it's depressing. It is. It's sad. Um... (laughs) Uh, it's funny I kind of want to do my business cards and like I want to do business cards for the first time in years yeah and it says uh, pro- artist professionally uh, podcaster unfortunately that's a really <laughs> great joke uh, I want that. I love that I might do that on my business cards um I have no reason to make business cards right now. I don't go to conventions or anything at the moment. We but. had ones made for continue and I still have a bunch and they gotta be woefully know. outdated at this point, right? I don't know. I don't know if the like the email's the same, so I don't maybe. I mean the picture uh, is old as fuck. I was about to say, you have hair on it? Yeah, but I mean the picture <laughs> on the beginning could continue was so fucking fifteen that. years ago. I have noticed that. It's a very like out of date photo for all three of you. It's ridiculous. Anyway, at this point of the show, after we're done rambling about horse shit that no one cares about, <laughs> we love to give a little review. A little bit of a review. A review. <laughs> <laughs> Join us <laughs> as okay. we wheel out the Cochrane to Catfish Warp Scale of Quality. A Warp here, 1. Here, here. Warp 1 is a Cochrane. Which is bad, even though Cochran helped uh, kickstart what became the Federation. And it's from a great movie called First Contact. And yep. 10 out of 10 is great. It's the best score you can get. It's called a catfish, even though that's from one of the worst episodes of Star Trek ever. Yeah. Don't question it. Don't look it up. Don't think too hard about anything that's happening to your life right now. But that's good advice. Just Put your head in the sand and pretend like everything's fine. Do some fucking Trillium D and dip out for a moment. Do some Trillium D and feel your feelings. <laughs> Josh. Yes. What are you going to give this episode on the warp scale of quality? You know, I didn't even really think about it, but I think I'm going to go with like 7.5. 7.5 A Uh, it, what? Why? <laughs> oh, because <laughs> Um, I think it's, like, an uncomfortable episode, and I, I, I think it, like, just because it makes me feel bad about, like, <laughs> what's happening in the show. Like, I still think it's, like, a pretty good. And it does drag a little bit, but, like, it's, it's Enterprise. There's worse, there's, like, way worse episodes yes. of Enterprise. This whole season's, like, pretty decent. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to go 7.5. I can go 7. 7.5 is pretty high. Yeah, I I feel like it is. It's like a a 5 is, eh, and a 6 is like, it's all right. It's all right. 7 is, it's good. Yeah. I'm giving it a .5, I think, because of Zombie to Paul. It's true. That really does get Josh's motor running. I almost saw some rot-ass titties. (laughs) There are so many zombie movies where you can see wrought-ass titties. And I always wonder, why? Who is this for? <laughs> Who isn't it for? <laughs> I see I a right? titty and I usually like it, but not when it's, like, falling off and shit. I like titties firmly where they're supposed to be. Not My sometimes, not face. even firmly. <laughs> <laughs> but don't... <laughs> what if it's Dina Meyers' titties? They're not firm and they're still great. They're firm enough. They're not, they're not falling off of her. We could do a whole podcast about why... Johnny Rico is an idiot for not fucking Dizzy. We really should do Starship Troopers. For I mean, it's such a ridiculous movie. It's such a ridiculous movie. It is. It's so fucking crazy. We need to do another Talks Over Movies yeah. or a Shoot the Shit or something. We were going to do Willow. Which... Oh, yeah. Willow would be fucking... We Willow's should do Willow. Great. Yeah. What we need to do is like pick a day and have Rich be available that day. And then we'll do a Shoot the Shit. And then we'll do the... Um, redesigned by committee, so we just have it all together. Yeah, that's what we should do. Whether we'll do that or not. Good question. I'll probably forget that Rich was supposed to do it. Or whatever. You'll forget... Oh, I think Rich is gonna be on M-Class. <laughs> that's my Josh impression. Uh, I'm I like get... how I can feel the, like, pain in your... <laughs> the jealousy. Nah, no, I love Rich. Um... <laughs> Rich is one of the many good things that's come out of us making M Class podcast. I don't think he existed before the podcast. I think he came into existence. That's how people work. They don't exist until they do. That's MPC culture, baby. Yep. I'm the main character of this show. I'm not crazy. Um,
1: <laughs> I'm gonna give this. Narcissism. I'm gonna
0: give episode. Uh, I'm gonna give damage a eight point five. Whoa. I, I, I thought about nine even. I really love this episode. Holy shit. Yeah. I, I okay. feel I don't feel like the episode drags actually. I think it's mm. um it's very well paced for what it is. It's sort of like a slow slower burn towards Archer yeah. having to make this decision. I mean I can see that. I think I think I think it drags because I know what's coming mm-hmm. and I'm dre- I'm like dreading what's coming, right? Like That's true. Like you're, watching you're feeling him, the pull of yeah. it the whole time like watching him go down this dark path is like really shitty. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. You're like, "Oh fuck." It's rough. <laughs> you're like losing the archer that you've gained cuz he he gets he starts out a little shitty and he gets better and better and better and then this really starts to take a turn where he you're like losing the archer you've gained. Yeah. And you got to wait till season 4 for him to be like full blown like Look, humans are idiots. <laughs> it's true, we really are. And everyone's like, whoa, dude, whoa, whoa, whoa. we are try to be fucking xenophobic for once. We hate everyone. <laughs> for once. For once. <laughs> yeah, we've never been xenophobic yeah. before. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give this 8.5. I think this episode is extremely well-paced. It's well-directed. I think we get some especially good performances, like uh, uh, Scott Bakula, of course, gives an amazing performance in this episode. Yep, I feel Bakula. like Dr. Phlox is really underrated. He's always great. In this episode, I think he really gives a great performance. And I think T'Pol's performance as like someone who's really like losing herself to addiction is like really poignant. You can really feel it. Yeah, how do you play a Vulcan who's... Feeling emotions for like the first time—that's a hard, that's really yeah, hard. Absolutely, I think she does a great job. Yeah, I do too. I other the the uh, the flip side of that is like uh, Zachary Quinto when he's just screaming. Yes, that's anger. That's we felt that he's it. A, he's angry. Yeah, Spock smash. Yeah, Spock angry girl. Um, I think this is a much more nuanced performance. I think. um... There's there's a sort of um, dynamic, kind of um, almost filmic approach to the camera work in this episode that yeah, I really yeah. appreciate. There's a lot of like angles from the debris and stuff, which yeah. I think is it makes you feel uncomfortable, right? Because yeah, you feel you're like a like, uh. sense of claustrophobia, a sense yeah. of danger because all of, of like of I feel like that. I'm ducking while I'm watching, like I'm trying to avoid all you know. And, like, the use of lighting is um, a little, I'd say, daring in this episode. Wow! But I would, like, at least one part. Like, the part where um, Archer is in his room. and Yeah, uh, and talking to Phlox. When yes. Phlox comes in and there's yes. only light from outside the door. And he's shadow. He's, like, in the dark. Yeah. Like, he is. Like yeah, the only yeah. light you see is the ring light at the edge of their faces when they're talking. Yeah. And like a little bit of the emergency light red on the other side. That That's is like cool. chef's kiss lighting. I'm, I'm a big fan go. of lighting. Um, I'm always yeah, complimenting. Yeah, you always talk about my lighting. Yeah, I'm always complimenting Josh for his lighting when he takes photos of his uh, like original action figures and stuff. Which, by the way, go check that shit out. Uh, Field wow. 1983 on Instagram. Nice, thank you. Uh, but yeah, like I feel like Rich pointed that out as well that like my art. Uh, lately has been really, really driven by lighting. Yeah, your lighting is, like, much more dynamic. Oh, thank you so much. I've, uh, I, We were talking about it when you were away, and we were, like, just, like, ghosts sucking your yeah, heart. Yeah, I stick. felt it. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew you did. I was like, he knows. No, I it's appreciate like, oh. <laughs> that. Yeah, it's just much more, like, I don't know how you fucking like do it i don't know how you do it it's so fun is the thing like yeah when i first started doing it i think around last halloween i started doing a lot more stuff with like uh lighting coming from both sides one's way Mm -hmm. dimmer one's way brighter and it's just really fun to sort of fuck around with yeah um so i'm i'm like i feel like since then i've been noticing the lighting and things a lot more so i really appreciated it in this there's a lot of like um My favorite type of lighting, even though it's not as dynamic as I normally like it, which is, like, a little bit of red on one side, a little bit of blue on the other. Yeah, you like reds a lot, which I... Is that a colorblind thing? This is a real question. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the thing is... What colorblind are you? I don't even know. uh, Like... Um, a little bit of red, green, which also makes it so like you can't really tell certain shades of blue and purple apart, right, but you can tell most of them apart. There's yeah. red in it, yeah. Yeah, like I, can, I mean, I'm not colorblind. I don't see any race, so of course, of course, <laughs> unless you're a cardass. Well, that would be you are colorblind. You're race blind. <laughs> I'm not not colorblind. Hmm. <laughs> we'll unravel that mystery another day. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm I'm slightly red-green colorblind. Like I, I take those yeah. tests, and I usually get like 85-90% uh, of them right. That's cool. So it's just a little bit. It's almost always when I look at something and call it blue, and it's actually purple. Have you ever done those glasses? Have you ever tried those? No, nah, I don't want to. Nick has them, and he did it, and he was like, eh. Yeah. I didn't well, even give a shit. That's kind of what I would hope for, right? Because like, yeah. you can't wear those all the time. They don't make them in prescription, especially. Yeah, I think I think there are people who are like super colorblind too. That oh like, yeah, like I can sit them the world perfectly is, fine yeah. for the most part. Like to me, like uh, I don't know the difference right. until someone else points it out. So it doesn't affect me in my day to day. There are a lot of people who are like they see like everything as like slightly tinted gray. Yeah, like. The world is dulled. Yeah. Mm. And to them, like, they put the glasses on and they, like, weep. Because they've seen colors for the first time in their life. It's like literally seeing a new color. (laughs) Yeah. You're seeing existence how it is. And there's always a part of me that's like, I don't want to put the fucking glasses on. Because what if it's like that for me? And I suddenly realize that I'm way more colorblind than I actually am. It's the Futurama where like Fry's talking about going to like this grocery store or whatever, and he's like, "I literally saw colors I had never seen, and I broke down and cried." And it was like a fucking like advertisement for like <laughs> something. Oh, I forget what it was, but it's yeah. fucking hilarious. <laughs> and the thing is, like, uh, I've had people be like, "Hey, man, like, I really like the way you color your art. It's like really sort of, it's really vibrant." And, yeah. like, the colors really pop. Like, how do you get that? And I'm like, oh, I'm partially colorblind. Yeah, just be disabled. <laughs> That's the trick to any talent. Be like, fucked up. There's usually like, oh, that makes sense. Like, you make it slightly more vibrant than another artist would. Yeah. So the, the color registers to you correctly. Yeah. And I've started doing that shit on purpose. Like, the I did a... Um, a painting of uh the arbiter's ground from uh twilight princess mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i was like you know what i'm gonna make the the sand like straight up fucking orange yellow it's gonna be bright yeah. as shit and i'm gonna make this building like red and the sky's gonna be blue as fuck <laughs> like i'm going all out but baby <laughs> that takes like a, a certain courage because like I do that too. Like where I'll be like, I don't know. I think it's too dark, right? Yeah. But I, I have to like stop myself. And be like, no. Like make it that way. Like yeah, you should make it dark. You should know? make it however you want is yeah, the exactly. thing. Like we have this idea that like you're supposed to be treading towards realism when yeah. you're creating something. And uh, but that's boring. That's boring as fuck. Like realism is a skill that I appreciate. Like I can dip into it, but I'm not a master of it. But um, I I like to do stylization a lot instead. I live in reality, and it fucking blows. Yeah, I gotta fucking live this every day. Well, that's the end of the episode. Josh stopped recording, so I'm gonna go ahead... (laughs) And end the episode by saying, please head on over to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast where for as little as a dollar you get access to behind-the-scenes posts, wallpapers, and a Discord full of your fellow Trek boys. For a few more bucks, you get access to podcasts like Jeff and Josh Shoot the Shit and Jeff and Josh Talk Over Movies, where we bullshit like we did at the end of this episode, or uh, do commentary tracks for some of your favorite movies like Rumble in the Bronx uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the original Super Mario Brothers movie, uh, all the classics. So head on over there and get that. Big thank you to Vidizen for the use of his track Outer Space Race for our theme song. Check Vidizen out. Anywhere better music is sold or, uh, downloaded, not illegally. Fuck you if you're illegally downloading Vidizen stuff, you're scumbag. Um... Head on over to vitizen.card.co, that's card with two R's, to check out Vidazin's great music, I love that guy. And um, by the time you're reading this, it'll be time for voting on which collection of episodes we're going to be doing next. Unfortunately, by the time you listen to this, suggestions will be over. But it'll be time to vote with your fellow Trek boys on patreon.com slash Podcast on what... Series of episodes we're going to be watching next. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate the hell out of you, and we will see you next time with Josh, this time, all the way to the end, I hope, on M Class Podcast. Bye bye. I'm mentally ill. Trip with your boy.